Hey listeners. Hey listeners. Hey listeners. This is your PM. Oh, is this? Is it? Are you reading? Am I reading? Are you reading? No, no, it's okay. Here, you go ahead. Go ahead. Pick a number one through six. Seven. It's a six. <laughs> I stand by my choice. Okay, okay. <laughs> Four. Okay. <laughs> hey listeners. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you gonna go? I thought uh, that was my. I think, uh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hey listeners. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll stop fucking around. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do it. I'll let no, you no, do no, it. No more. I promise. Oh, sure. I promise. All right. <laughs> I can't trust you. Oh, you're so sus, my dear. Okay. Hey listeners. This is your DM Eli and Jake's the showrunner. Back at it again with episode 15. Yep, and a lot of just messing with my co-host, you know, just just messing with him. You I bet I bet you were like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? At any moment I'm going to read it in a whole different tone now. Think of it as like you're just a punishment for missing out on that recording last session, you know? But I came back at episode 15 with the entrance. Ta-da! <laughs> There's a silhouette behind me. It's a small cape. Small cape because I don't want to, you know, aircraft carriers and planes or whatnot. So glad to see all of you beautiful listeners. Yeah. Well, um, if you are still here, <laughs> we play D&D online. And because of that... Is that what we do? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So you, at, at this point, you guys know, or we kind of forget to properly describe what's on our computer screens. But hey, we are pretty good at it you know and the sources for the music and links to our social media is in the description you know like our patreon that thing we use to ask for money please give us money let's not pretend this podcast makes that critical role cash yeah we don't stream on twitch because our work schedule is all vastly different and sometimes scheduling can be kind of tough more patrons mean more games sure we forget to update it sometimes because like most of the time it's just us trying to catch up and make podcast episodes but hey if you're into like just supporting independent podcasting we would appreciate (laughs) it you know i can't really play that like in the arms of an angel song with like sad puppies in the background to really just tug at your heartstrings but like hello for a dollar a month you can fund independent DD podcasts like next on the initiative on patreon i liked it (laughs) i think that was pretty good we appreciate you and just like we appreciate the old man in the podcast tower and his narration for this episode. Uh, go to it. Yeah. All right, Eli, break out that old man voice. I mean, go get the old man. Yeah, no, I'm pulling in the uh, the screen with you. <laughs> man, we should really get him a lozenge. Hello, everyone. It's so glad to see you all once more. Oh, the season's changing. The air is getting frigid and the leaves are shifting. The year is ending with everyone gathering together for love and joy. I, myself, am finding joy in knitting more sweaters to wear in this drafty tower. For our adventurers, they spend some quality time bonding with each other. Finding joy in playing exciting games, chatting, and even attempts of narcotic trading. Yes, and even in the depths of the underdog, we can all still be friends. Yes, let us uh, meet your compatriots. Start making your way out. Billy and Mert start guiding the lizards out of the uh, 
tunnel behind you all and everyone's connected to the group uh for those who want in the tunnel see three gnomes with the lizards and they kind of say oh look at that you guys uh travel heavy don't you got a motley gang here do they see shoe shark they do and when they kind of turn up to him they're like whoa that thing on a leash i look offended at that's i think they're talking about me And he kind of like looked point like looked at the cool toll and was like, "You uh, you ain't gonna be a problem and anything like that. We don't have to deal with that." And Shushar kind of like <laughs> chuckles towards the response and puts his hand down and it's like, "No, no, 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 no. I am not like my my brethren. I am enlightened. It is it's fine for you to be cautious. I know how my people are. It is fine." And he just kind of like stares at Shushar and then stares at you all like. Is he serious? I, I put up my hand on his like shoulder and I give him a thumbs up as well. And he just kind of stares at you, like taking a closer look, and then looks back. And it seems like he wasn't paying attention to Stool, who is still covered by this black ink compared to you. And he just sees the two of you guys giving thumbs up and then looks around the group, notices how there's a Warforge, the Darrow, a Kragol. And just kind of like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> well, nice to meet you all. And he starts making his acquaintances, and he starts uh, pulling out he his uh, wares and whatnot. He lays them out on a small blanket, and you see various mushrooms uh, and lichen that you guys have passed before. And he starts selling aliens. If you want, if any of y'all want anything, go ahead. It's going to be at half off. Friends of your leader here. He points towards it. Anything off half off, thanks to it. (laughs) It uh, takes the 50 gold that he had given it. It kind of puts it on the ground and says, everyone's. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Ugesh, make... Or it was 30, not 50. Sorry. Ugesh, make a perception check. Perception. I mean, the one that says plus two. So I got a nine. So you look and you think... For a moment, you're being watched by the earlier uh, gnome, but every time you look, he's kind of glances away from you, as if he's just he's scanning the area and is taking a longer gazes at you, and then looks around. Ooh, he likes you. Uh, I guess I'll give the same impression to him. Well, not no, not that. I, I... <laughs> he like give a little, little bit like, of your chest, like, like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do that just to at least make myself look buff. I don't know if he's looking at me like as if I'm small. Okay. So I'm, I'm just trying to make myself look like I'm. Yeah, actually, it, the way he kind of looked, it's hard to tell with the low perception, but it seemed like he was eyeing you up in a. Because <laughs> he thinks he's a fight. And as he sees you kind of like make yourself look larger, he kind of crosses his arms and flexes. <laughs> and on his left arm, there's a snake like tattoo that kind of coils more when he flexes. And he just kind of now leans on the wall looking at you. Mm. Give me an intimidation check as he eyes you down. Intimidation. Oh, that's minus one. That's interesting. Did you roll a two and you... Or did you roll a one and you had it? Yeah, my charisma is minus one and intimidation's off of that. Which is kind of surprising. Not 20, though. So you kind of like slip it for a moment, but you just like eye him down. And this it's just a few seconds of this before he kind of gets up and makes his way over to you. Kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> in Elvish, he says, Tough. Do I speak Elvish? Sh- should. I do not speak Elvish. I only speak common goblin, halfling, and orc. 
Yeah, you're a half. Like, I wouldn't expect it. Right, right. He just says this in Elvish, and when you don't understand, he kind of switches over to Gnomish for a moment. Does he think you're a gnome? <laughs> when that doesn't work, he just speaks in common and just like, You tough? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go like, Yeah, you tough? It, it, the impression has lost itself after he had to repeat it three times. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the funny thing is, I understand. Elvish, so I kind of get what he's doing there. Yeah. So, Utah? So, yeah, Utah? Yeah. And he puts his arm out as if he's trying to, like, without a table, arm wrestle you. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll arm wrestle. So, grabs your hand, and it's funny, half laying gnome, you're larger than him, but not by much. And he kind of grips it, smiles, and says, I'm going to show you who's tougher. And starts pushing down go ahead and give me an athletics check to resist or try to beat him all right against my contesting check let's go do 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 wait didn't roll okay there you go Ooh. dang okay wait is that also a nat 20 i forgot that counts as my champion thing either way it's a 24. i will say for the per like that's for combat but for the purpose of this i will say that you just kind of like squeeze his hand and as you do so, you feel him, you see him wince, and as, when that happens, you just quickly, <laughs> he let go of your hand and stumbles for him. I'm like, mm, tough, huh? He's smaller than me. Can I flip him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up and dusts himself off and stares at you like, Ugh, and then rushes up to you, eyes you straight in the eye like that, just stinking stink eye on you, and then <laughs> chuckles and pushes you like, oh, 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 I see you are. Uh, I was I could tell a strong man from a distance. God, he wants to fuck you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't probably read that at all. I just keep making myself look tough. <laughs> I am here for this. So is it wait, is that Maya or is it just like in the distance and just staring like I ship it? Um it's like, I've seen my old owners do the mating <laughs> ritual before. <laughs> so he so he starts talking to you about like various fighting and like uh, experiences back in the battlefield. And we're going to go back to uh, Seamus and he's just with, in front of uh, everyone with his uh, wares out, offering to sell any of it before y'all head off. Awesome. I have something for that. Here, can I use one of my background feats? called Priceless mm -hmm. Performance. Okay. If a performance is given to a merchant or innkeeper, I get to roll a D8. If it's over three, then I get lower prices for the group. Okay. Holy shit, that's amazing. <clears throat> so describe this performance. Okay, so first let me roll a, a D8, and depending if it's good or bad, I will tell you if it's a good performance or a bad one. Boom, I got a four. All right, so I see an opportunity to like be a performer again. I break out my spellcasting focus amplitude and I just start like strumming. It takes a second, but like at, after a couple of attempts, you start thinking about a, um, some of your times on the surface world where you travel towards more of the uh, northern terrain of the, of the world, where you started meeting up with more rock gnomes and whatnot, and you start trying to strum along their music and think to see if they uh the gnomes down here would like it and he starts to kind of like his ear twitches and you see his nose crank up in response to it and he just starts patting his uh knee nice as you strum along all right so i get more and more jolly 
I strum along, I get more jolly, I start like looking at some of my party members, I'm like clapping along, you know? Elvis starts uh, whistling a tune, matching it. Peter starts singing a little in gnomish, like a small tune under his breath. I'm like, yeah, I can get this going. And I'm like, prof, beat? Huh? Does, does it start beatboxing? No, that was Maya. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't really understand music. Searching for music. Searching. 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 Cross shots uploading boot loops. <laughs> music found. Would you like for music to play? Yeah, you got it, buddy. Do this right, I'll give you inspiration. Let's hear it. Wait, what? If you do this right, I'll give you inspiration. Let's hear it. You're, you asked for this. You're doing it. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. <laughs> Listen to my cringe a little bit. <laughs> so between this uh this robotic beat that uh Krav is spitting and this tune that Inoki is uh strumming, you get this uh, nice little dance so uh circle going and at the end of it Seamus kinda just laughs and looks at you. Says, Oh oh that that brought me back to my home my um younger days. Appreciate that and tell you what we'll We'll knock a bit more off. Hum, 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 take a look, look at our stuff. I like bow him like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right. So he has a selection of uh, various fungi and he just kind of starts pointing towards some of them. Like he pulls out this bulbous fungus and it's just, you look at, as you see it, it kind of bobbles up and down with, as if it has moisture, uh, water inside of it. And he's like, this here, this is a uh, water orb. Uh, it's very useful for travelers, yeah. Uh, this one is a mature one. It, it wipes in about like 10 days. Uh, it has a bit of a lemony flavor to it, but you can drink it and it holds about a gallon of water. Pretty chewy, bit of tech chewy. Uh, the lemon flavor helps with that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's really chewy, all right? Let's just go ahead and point that out. You will be chewing this for a long time, but if you drink through it, it holds a gallon of water. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, I'll sure. I think I'll take that. Okay. Uh. Well, let's see here. We usually do about two copper pieces per stalk. You guys helped us out a number of ways. We'll give you about... How many we got? Billy go in the wares. And he has Billy go check the other pouches and pulls out some more water orb. He says, we'll give you ten for three copper. How about that? Yeah, you got a deal. Alright, go ahead and mark down ten stalks of water orb. Okay. Alright, and with the water orb, uh, all of these he hands you is pre-already mature orb, so they each hold a gallon of water at, like, right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, yes, yes, we have a few more, uh, a few more fungi that is on the edible side, or he eyes some of your weapons look like your water orb. And what'd you say it was called? Water orb. And I have ten of them? Yes, ten stalks. You all look like you fight a couple of things. He looks at Elder and is like, You might be a craftswoman yourself, aren't you? You use that circle quite well. Let's see you connected your leather strap. He's like, Yeah, I know a thing or two about it. I've been working on a few things. And she uh, gestures towards Shusar, who holds up his uh, Zephyr glove, which at this point has a purplish tint to it. 
and he kind of takes it off and hands it to Elder, and she looks at it. Hmm. Seems like it works for about a couple of hours, and she tosses it. If you have more circuit, I can buy. It. I'll buy that off you. Seamus uh, goes through his ways and like, oh yes, yes, I got a, I got a couple pounds of circuit. Or if you're looking for more combative stuff, I have some exotic items that uh, could be used for battle. What is? What do you all think about that? Like what exotic items for battle? Uh, and he's uh, he grabs some water orb real quick and uh, uh, squeezes it onto this small uh, bag. And when he does so, you see a little steam emanate off the bag, and then he opens it, and you see several stalks of torch stalk, and he just whips it out in front of you all. And he's just like, this here is torch stalk. I don't know if you know about this, but this is a highly combustible, highly combustible. Be careful around it. You know, too much jostling, and it goes boom. I feel at that moment, all look at you know who. <laughs> it wants it. <laughs> <laughs> now, most people don't know this unless you travel for a bit, but if you like douse water on it before it goes off, you can ca- you can wrap it up and carry it. So we have about a, this is a lower stock we, supply we have. We have 10 uh, torch stocks. We can sell about four of them to you all. And hell, we'll say six copper for it. Yeah, sounds good. I'll take them all. We'll take, uh, we can only sell about four. We still got to have some wares. I said all. Oh. Fine. <laughs> four is good. Okay. He hands you four torch dogs. Do they have any supplies that could be used for making poison? Um, you ask this, and he kind of looks at you and like, uh, you already are a poisonous little thing. Have you thought about just slicking it off your arm and then doing what you need to do? Yes, but stronger. Ah, uh, stronger. Hmm. And he kind of says, "Thanks for a moment." Hmm. Billy, get the devil mushroom. <laughs> Billy kind of like sighs, and right before Billy does grab the uh, gold sword of that pouch, you see the famous flashing light as you see Billy cast protection against poison on himself. I'm gonna roll a D100 for the uh, wild table real quick. Billy. <laughs> Billy instantly grows in size. He uh, he seems now. Zavar, it's weird. You look away and look back, and you see that he's eye to eye to you. Oh, um, hi. I kind of see his blonde hair rises for a moment, then you see his face, and he, he doesn't seem to notice at first. He's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Um, These things are a bit dangerous to handle. <laughs> and he pulls this velvet, uh, purple uh, purple and velvet pouch out <laughs> and hands it over towards uh, Seamus, and Seamus pulls out one stalk of it, and it's this two-foot-tall a toll stool with orange and red stripes on it and grunt uh it you instinctually uh from your just instinctually you can see this and think from the colors danger poison danger mm-hmm. um okay and it's like this is tin mask very volatile uh if you are able to compress it in some way or contain it and launch it, it can burst into a cloud, a 15-foot cloud, and poison everything in it. What was that called? A uh, tin mask, also known as a devil mushroom. Right. It has a fun little 
effect when it and when he does as he mentions this a little stalk falls off and floats to the ground <gasps> and he panics and tries to grab it and he as he does so he just cups it and you see a little spore drop and he kind of just looks at you all wide-eyed like now everybody get back get back it moves closer i move are you, what are you far away he's just kind of standing at you all awkwardly like now i have to release this um, hold your breath. And he releases it. Uh, it, do you hold your breath? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of dice clacking over there. So, anyone else nearby, or did you all move away? I moved away at the moment you said move away. Same. Same. Okay. So, it covers it, and everyone's quiet for a moment, and just waiting for it to dissipate. And the, cl- the smoke clears, and it is just kind of standing there. And he's just staring at it, you all, and it's just, what the hell? <laughs> It says, smells yummy. That devil mushroom drives people mad. And he just... Can't drive mad if you're already mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret. I'm always angry. meme. <laughs> you can get mad. So he just at, staring at this and like, my apologies for that. And well, impressive. Uh, for the devil mushroom, each stalk, uh, this is... I'm sorry, we can't really put a discount on this this is our prime product we can sell about five of them to you all each for about five silver each sure you can't give us a little discount like one silver less i mean uh, I, I i like you all don't i don't get me wrong but this is this is what we went out to sell this is can i maybe roll persuasion it says trade i think i can buy it for it if 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 it needs it because i have the money actually I like this idea. How about a trade? Mm. And I pull out some of the mushrooms I carry, the one, the psychedelic drug ones. And he kind of stares at them like, now nah, we never had any of them directly off of uh, off your kind before. What is this supposed to do? Have you ever had taken something hallucinogenic and it's like that, but more intense and more calming? Billy kind of speaks up like, well, I've just been about five hours in February. I, I think I was... That might be in the psychedelic experience. All right, so imagine that, but calm. Like you just took a dip in like the best feeling hot spring you've ever had. And as your mind drifts off into like a really nice slumber of dreams and- ex- Oh, what, you sell, what you're telling me, is this some kind of drug here? Some kind of soothe? I would say like a very soothing out of body experience type of drug. How am I supposed to sell a drug? I'm like, how, how, when I get into the city, how am I supposed to explain this to the guards? Like, oh, it's... You just call it a medicinal herb. Oh, an opioid, yeah. <laughs> I've heard about those. Hmm. I mean, they're quite potent, and some of the finest royalty very loves having these at their big shindigs on the surface world. Okay, and now at this point, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Uh, let's see. Is a 14. Hmm. Meanwhile, in the background, it is rifling through its stuff, trying to come up with some of the trade. And it pulls out uh, a little uh, flask of drow poison, one of its two flasks. And then it's looking through its ball bearings and, like, picking out its least favorite three. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the thousand ball bearings? Yes. And then, uh, and then also, I mean, it is covered in poison that might be valuable. Zavara is just playing with five gold pieces in his hand. <laughs> I mean, also, it just put 30 gold on the ground for everyone to use to buy stuff. So, like, we could buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's the art of the haggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't realize it can buy it because 
there's only gold, there's no silver. <laughs> it doesn't understand how currency works. So yeah, it is offering up three ball bearings and a flask of drop poison. For someone that doesn't know how currency works, that, that tracks. Seamus <laughs> kind of just stares at what you all are offering. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, these very coveted drugs and also the three ball bearings. <laughs> he looks at you and then... I mean, they're, they're the best ball bearings, right? It looks at stool. You can make more. Can you, How many of those stool, uh, can you make per day? Of these, of my drugs? Let's mm. just keep calling them medication. <laughs> so, these drugs, hmm. <laughs> nah, um, it depends. Not too many. I'll give you these five, ten minutes for free. If you can make me a bushel of these uh, shrooms here on our journey. Afraid I can only offer you this jar. It takes me quite a while. How long? About a day or two? Mm, yeah, roughly. While we can, while we hand on by the end of this journey, why don't you just make me another jar of, of these and we'll call it even. Sure. So. And no, is your name. Yep. Mm -hmm. You see him kind of like start writing a few name like things down on this small pad. He's cursing you. <laughs> it's like, no, it's okay. I want to be a, a well-known traveling musician. So the more people that know my name, the better. What is your passive? What is everyone's passive perception? Does anyone have a, above 15 on a passive perception? Above, above, above. Nope. I have 14 on passive. I have a 15 on passive. I have 12. No, just 14. Mm. Okay. All right. Never mind then. And after this transaction, um, he starts packing up his wares and he looks at you all and is like, huh, so, um, we still got a couple hours left in the journey. You guys want to keep going? We can, we've been this way a bit, so we can give you a few hint, uh, hints as to where to go. Sure, sure. Fish. He says at you, what? Where's fish? Fish? It looks at Shushar. And he kind of stares for a moment like, where's Kuatol? Where's more of them? Oh, uh, hmm. and you kind of you see him kind of he pulls out a map and starts trying to think about where he is in relation. Uh, things have changed down here. Some say it's a rising of something. I don't know. Um, our path took us around the long chasms. So it took longer to get over there. Uh, Dark Lake. Yeah, you keep heading. You keep heading this way. He keep he points. Pat, uh. He points towards the wall, but he's kind of gesturing where the lizards were. You go down a tunnel and head to your left. It's going to take you around uh, the western bend, and you keep going from there. So, uh, tell you what, we'll lead the way. Come with us. It says, uh, how much is map? He kind of looks at you and like, no, 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 no. We only have the one. And you see him tuck it into his uh, shirt. It looks at the others. Uh, copy? Uh, takes time to copy your map. If you want, we can... Mm. You might be able to find a map maker in one of the towns you're looking for. Yeah. I think the town should have a, a map, make, map maker. So, yeah, we should. Uh, hmm. Hold on one second. Let's check. I want to make sure. Does Krav have built-in underdark maps? <laughs> I'm a bounty hunter, so... Does Krav have this? You probably need to, like, pull an update, you know? It's probably been a minute since you've been to the dealer. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, not for not for this kind. Well, how about I? I will give you this, Krav. Um, you have. It's kind of tricky for you at the moment. You are aware that you are technically still not functioning at 100. And while you have the innate knowledge of like a lot of the terrain around you, um, 
a lot uh, the understanding where locations are like the dark lake or uh the cities themselves is a bit harder for you to get uh understand or pick up right now Interesting. so he starts leading you you all out of the tunnel and as he does he starts asking you guys about a few things he kind of starts talking more about your adventures toward from the prison so i am taking you guys left from a drow place as he shakes the poison, the drow poison, and looks at you all. Can't be too careful with them. They uh, they don't care for anyone down here. Too true. Tell me about too it. Too true. If you see any drow looking for us, please point them the other way. Well, you guys should save me and my team from uh, possibly being octopus food in the hole. I will most certainly try to nudge them along a different path if we see them. If you see them too, be on guard. They are very, very dangerous. Uh, we don't think, I don't think we'll try to directly encounter anyone from the prison, but we'll start making a few rumors here and there saying they went a different direction. We'll say that y'all went towards the chasms or something. That'll get them. How about that? If it's in the opposite direction, then sure. Sounds good to me. No problem. So, um, out of character, where are we heading right now? I'm about to transition to the next map you guys have. Whoa. After a while, the tunnel starts to uh, dim. And then all of a sudden, you guys enter this brightly lit castle cavern. Well, I know this part of Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point now, um, the Favors has is no longer seeming like it's all over the area when you enter this uh, cavern. Seems like it's focused around these chunks of quartz that is just, it's circling them. Everywhere you see is just shining uh, bright crystal uh, crystals hanging all over the place, on the walls, on the floors next to you as you go through this place. Seamus starts pointing out some of it and says, uh, these are pretty useful if you're able to properly gather them. I've heard they can be used as flashbangs if you're good, not worth much in some cities. Well, that's actually sounds pretty useful. Do we have enough time to grab a few? Yeah, go ahead. We could knock yourself out. He actually goes and like leans over towards the other lizard and just grabs a pickaxe and tosses it to you. Yeah, so I collect a few. And when you grab it, you look back and he kind of pulls his black cloth and t like ties it around his uh, top of his head. He's like, go crazy. And when you look around, you see Shane, uh, Mirth and Billy do the same. Okay, can I maybe roll an insight before I attempt? <laughs> Go ahead and roll an insight as to the nature of that, uh, why they did that. Oh, oh, now I get a decent roll. Okay, 16. 16. It's really hard to say. Um, it doesn't look like they are... It was a malicious reason for them doing that. It seems like they just... They knew what's about to happen and just trying to have a little prep for it but they don't want to... <laughs> I was just hoping this wasn't like an it torch star situation, but okay. <laughs> so you can go around uh, any of the clusters nearby. All right. Ping a section and go towards it. Sure, sure. I think I'll go to like over here and this cluster closest to me on the bottom side. Okay. Go ahead and give me three athletics checks. All right. Anyone else trying to do this? Trying to break off some of these crystals? No. Yes, I would actually attempt to break off some of these crystals. Okay. Go towards a section and uh, move your character. I don't know what the odds are, but I got 4, 4, 12. 4, 4, 12, 8, 20. Uh, also, in the meantime, Zavara sending out Ney as a scout to scout up ahead. How far out? Uh, go ahead and peek. Uh, probably like 
50 feet ish so let me try to ping so from here i'm looking at somewhere in this area like okay yeah uh, great you guys you send them out there mm-hmm. ting, ting. the first two swings you were just like feeling more pain in your arms from the recoil than any effect coming off of the cords and on your final swing you get a small dent into the uh into the crystal Inoki. Croft, you are in your own little section. You kind of see Inoki have less than successful de- attempts. Go ahead and give me three athletic checks. First one's an eight. The second one's a six. The last one is a 17. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> the first two swings seemed kind of like you focus with those two weaker swings on a point. And then with the Dragon Quest-like swing, you get a double hit at, on the last one and snap it clear off. As it falls, it tinks on the ground, and then a bright light appears. Um, you are right here, so Shoe Sharp, Rapido, who's that underneath? Zuvara, and from your section, Inoki, give me constitution saving throws. Oh, all of us? Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, hey, pretty good. 15. 18. They might get blinded. Might get blinded. That's a 13. 13. It drops and a sudden whine comes off of them and then flash. Everyone sees the flash, but everyone, uh, the people who are close by are quick enough to cover their eyes or shield themselves to avoid blindness. It takes uh, about two seconds and then the light dim. Zuvar, you look from um, your position and you see Billy, Seamus, and Murph unraveling the black uh, cloth from their eyes and they kind of just chuckle. Now it really wants so it is going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Proper eyewear required. required. So Jack, with that one, you were successfully able to pick up three crystals. Go ahead and mark uh, those on yours. Uh, in it, he hands you like a tidier, like a hammer. Yeah. And he just points you over to a smaller section over here. It's going to close its eyes while it tries. Above you, while your eyes are closed, you hear, watch out, little one. I'm going to help you out. And you see Elder with her giant warhammer ready to swing as if on sync with you. So give me three athletic checks with advantage. Yeah! Okay, uh... Wow, I am athletic. You almost got through a moving waterfall, remember? Yeah, okay, so first one's an 18. Uh, second one is also an 18. Third one is also an 18. Holy shit. Holy shit. God, okay. I, I thought I had weird odds. That's crazy. So, yeah. almost with perfect uh, sync, like two people make emoji, it swings her, uh, uh, it swings its hammer, <laughs> making a small dent, and as it pulls away, Elder is just like, wham! It does another one, and Elder is just, wham! And with that, you drop a number of crystals, all cracking at the same time. When it does so, she, Stool, and for this one, Ugesh, and it make a con saving throws. It at advantage. Yeah, it tried to close its eyes while this is happening, but I still yes. just roll with advantage. Yes. Eldiff and uh, Stool pass. See, there's 16. Yeah, I got a 16. Got uh, 15. Yeah, everyone passes. And with this, you are able to pick up... Um, Jack, I, yeah, you was able to pick up nine crystals, so collectively you all have 12 uh, of these crystals. I think it's only fair to divide it between me and Eldith. 
Yeah. And then the last one, uh, that doesn't divide evenly. I don't know what to do with it, so I just put it on the ground. As you put it on the ground between you all, <laughs> you see a tendril pick it up. What? And an individual just, uh, while you all are talking and working on it, he just holds it and says, I'll hold on to this if you're not, if you're not going to take it. And Who said that? You see this large, uh, tall, gray individual with this silver and leather armor and uh, several tendrils wrapped around them and on his face numerous uh, tentacles just in various directions. To mind flare. And oh, don't tell me to mind flare. Oh my god. You all see a mind flare just in the middle of your group holding the crystal. Mind flayers are just dudes? I mean, technically... I feel like I'm confusing a mind flare. I thought the mind flare was the floating eyeball. That's a. Oh, that's the elder brain. That's the beholder. That's the beholder. That's the beholder. Oh well, yeah. I was definitely confusing those two. No, beholder is like the big eye with the tentacles and the eye stalks technically. All right, what were those crystals called before we moved forward? Um, just say go ahead and mark them down as uh favorite crystals. So with them, you throw them, and they uh they while you're holding them, they have a dim light of a ten foot. If you need to use them for illumination, but if you throw them at something, they blow uh they burst in a ten foot radius. Anything in that ten foot radius must make a con saving throw or be be blinded for one minute. Cool. So there's a mind flare in front of us. <laughs> yes, and he just it is terrified and hides behind Eldest. Everyone is kind of like in shock awkwardly standing on the walls, kind of just waiting for someone else to respond as the mind flare just, hey, do you want the crystal? I'm sorry, I did it. I didn't think she just put it on the ground. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were kind of hoping to realize that I actually didn't say anything since. In your head, you hear, oh, that's fine. I will, uh, I'll, 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 I'll wait for you off to decide. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love mind flares. <laughs> it says friendly. Oh, a member of the society is always friendly. Greetings. I'm Grizzle Locks. I, I look at everybody and I'm like, society in my head? <laughs> uh, you didn't even, you haven't done the spores yet. So when you do this, uh, no one else hears it. But in your head, you hear, oh, yes, uh, Members of myself, uh, creatures, citizens of the Underdark, uh, we call ourselves a society of Burwin. Okay, okay. Is he only talking to you in your head? He's only talking to me in my head. Everyone else, he's speaking out loud? Oh no, he, everyone hears this, but he is answering your questions in your head, Jakes. No one heard what you said. He's just, he's just saying this to everyone. Oh, so, so, he, I said something in my head, I said society, and then he responded to everybody. Oh yeah, that. Yes. But we all hear him in our heads. Mm. He's never vocally speaking. Did someone say something to him? Who? I raised my hand. <laughs> it looks around for poor stores. Repertoire spores confused. The mind flare looks at you, Crop, and kind of looks gleefully at you. And in its language, mutters something. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, the, the wisdom save was a, it was a seven. 17? Yeah. Yeah, in your head, you hear, come here. And before you realize it, your body's just moving over to him. You can't refuse this thing's orders. <laughs> and you guys watch as Krav kind of robotically just moves towards it. And it just inspects you. Oh, 
not my handiwork, but I appreciate the craftsmanship. I fucking love this guy, you guys. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> All you guys see on my display board is like a huge question mark. It's like, oh, maybe units still repairing. Seems like it should be back to normal soon. I don't think I have to do anything towards you. Oh, you're... he kind of looks at your arm and like your dulcimer is kind of off your... kind of tinkers with it. And you kind of feel a strange soothness on your arm that you didn't have before. You didn't even realize there was like a discomfort on your arm. I'm just imagining the, the guy from Adventure Time who made all the BMOs. <laughs> oh. oh boy. So, what brings you to this area? Stop, just passing through? Oh. oh, I ended up here after a crazy jump. Uh, you know, just separated from my friends or whatnot, but traveling, exploring, learning, and indulging in others. You all look like you're a traveling group, uh, from I will hang out, I will travel with you all for a bit and just see what you all do. I don't think that would be an issue, no, if I can leave, that's... No, I, I mean, you have to ask our, um, our merchants that... Seamus speaks up verbally, oh, no, 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 we follow the leader. They just helped us out, we're kind of just getting, like, on their side with it. <laughs> they all kind of, like, point. <laughs> And it, while ignoring the potential poison risk, they shove it forward. I'm a real hard save for uh, Mert. <laughs> I like fake later. Mert fails and he kind of goes on the ground, like shaking for a moment afterwards. So now the Grizzlex is kind of like wide eyed. It kind of looks back apologetically and offers him one of the ball bearings that they didn't take earlier. Grizzlex, a Grizzlex, uh. Tendrils on his mouth, kind of like shaking, surprise of this, and in your hands, like, well, that's all right. Leader, well, if that's not too much trouble, I would like to just join you all. So it wouldn't be an issue with him. I can reward you all at the end, and I'm happy to answer any questions you have. I am, I would like to say, a wealth of knowledge, but who knows? You're friendly. Yes, I am. Well, there's there's a leader for you. It thinks it's in its head. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, hello. It thinks in its head, <laughs> who are you? I am a member of the Society of Brilliance. I'm someone who travels around the underdog, exploring the changes. I'm sure you all noticed some differences down here. I like you merchants, you know? And the merchants kind of like, oh, yeah, we were mentioning that. Like, we were willing to help you all travel for a bit, but as we mentioned, uh, the roles have changed a bit. Things are more active a lot. Things are more dangerous. Um, yeah, around here, even towards the Dark League, it seems like there's more aggressive creatures, things with the, a demonic sense to them. Glass, it looks like, yes, yes, that seems to be occurring in other spots as well. Although the Dark League seems to be having specific trouble, it's zone to zone. That's good to know. It's been a while since I've been down here. Oh, yes, there was two of you, and he, and he stops for a moment and looks at Stool. You guys kind of got used to the smell at this point, but Stool is still covered in ink and the smell. It just hasn't really been bothering him. And at a moment, you just see Grazalik snaps his fingers, and it is instantly clean. Oh, I look at Stool, I'm like, can you do that for all of us? Had some trouble with the uh, Raka Raka foot. Hmm. I stepped forward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in front of everybody else. But you, 
Hmm. He inspects you, Zuvar. Feeling slightly uncomfortable, but hey, if he's gonna clean me up, I'm fine with it. <laughs> he moves his hands a bit, and it's weird, but you see in Thieves' Cat, uh-huh. member of family? Huh, I, I reply. In your head, you get an image of like a coin, like a pin, your family pin, and he's just like, member of family? I am, I mean, you see Zavara's face sort of distort. It starts off as discomfort, but then it starts getting into fear. <laughs> but then I, I slowly gather myself together and it's like, yes. He's easier than, no, no, uh, Years ago, we've contracted your family. I'm just surprised to see someone from the surface world like yourself down here. Yeah, uh, we've come a long way down the road. How things are, right? Pretty bad. Oh. But do you know anything about there? Um, I guess I'm a little bit flustered. Mm. Um, yeah. And he kind of looks at you a bit closely as if inspecting you. You are an interesting one. You have multiple energies on you. We smell really bad. When you realize by the end of your like plus the moment, you realize you're perfectly clean. Thank you so much. Uh, Just kind of like oh, not a problem. I I look forward to having an actual conversation that's sensible soon. Yes, yes. At this point, he kind of adjusts you all for it. And you guys keep moving through the crystals. At a point, he stops and looks at you all. Some of y'all look a bit look a bit tired. And he's gesturing towards uh, Shushar and Stool, who have been quiet but kind of swaying. If you if you would like to set up camp, I will help assist on watches. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might give us a chance to get to know each other, I guess, right? And I like, I'm so used to talking telepathically that I didn't even realize I wasn't addressing the group. Yeah, no one else, still, still no one else hears you except him, and he's like, Oh, I agree. To which everyone else he is. It is looking around. <laughs> Still looking for the sport. Like for you guys, he kind of asked a question and then answered it himself. Like, so you guys think we should take a rest, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for telling everybody that. You guys prepare your uh, camp, your settings for tonight. Um, the merchants, they pull out like a little tent, a uh, uh, couple of tents from the lizards and set up their own section. Razalix is just just um, sitting on a crystal cluster, just watching everyone prepare their uh, materials. Is there anything you guys like would like to do during this long rest? Uh, I would like to. I mean, like I said, I sent out Nay on a scout, mm-hmm. assuming he would have come back. So he has not. You can still send. You sense them up to a hundred feet, and then you had a moment of should it continue or return. Uh, it's up to you if you want to have to send it further. Uh, no, I'll have it return to me if the 100 feet seems safe enough for us up ahead. Like, I'm looking for immediate dangers while we're resting. Okay, um, up to 100 feet, it seems like it's clear. Who, uh, is anyone taking the first watch? You can have two people, and you also have this Mind Flare. I, I'll take the first watch. Anyone else? It wants to be on the watch of the Mind Flare because it is fascinated by him. Uh, the Mind Flare says it'll just be up, so it can be up at any point of the watch. Oh, is he not sleep? Is he late ups? Do, do Mind Flares not sleep? I actually don't know a lot about Mind Flares. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of fun reading about Mind Flares after this. <laughs> <laughs> mind Flares aren't usually heartwarming. <laughs> I, I did mention this early in the beginning because someone threw the idea out 
if you wanted to play Mind Flare, it would have been a very difficult, but I'm with it. It would have been like playing an undead character in the Divinity game. <laughs> Healing hurts. Exactly. You just have a tougher time interacting with regular people because you are a freak of nature. <laughs> also would have raised a bunch of questions like, how did the drow capture a Mind Flare? Mm. Mm, wow, that could have been a good... Oh, that there's so many things in there. Right? Like, that could have introduced, like, Mind Flare that are looking for this cat. Or, like, they wanted to be captured for some reason. Like, yeah. And then an illness ship just appears from the eat. Oh, God, why didn't y'all play Mind Flare? <laughs> <laughs> I like, didn't know it was a DM, From a DM standpoint, that's just so much story, like, there from that one question. Yeah, like... I immediately thought of the conflict that you might have to deal with, and then the potential wars that would happen because of this. Who knows? You guys might lose a character and want to try to become a mind player. Oh yeah, it can die. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it again. So we're gonna leave it off with this tonight. Um, we'll take care of the long rest when we return next week. I want you all to also level up to level five. What? Oh wow. Grizzalax. Grizzalax? 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 Grizzalax. Oh, oh, you guys see it from your throat? There, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, that Mind Flare was definitely one of my favorite NPCs that we met in this adventure. And, like, I kind of feel like we got a little lucky considering we had other options. Like, um, in the, under the, in the Out of the Abyss campaign module, right? I think you roll to see what Society of Brilliance members show up depending on the table right something like that oh yes i could give some spoilers uh but it's best to say that some of them will come up later in the game if anything i enjoyed the way everyone has interacted with the npc so far oh all right that's cool i'm excited to see what other people you might meet along the way like um like i guess we're gonna go to slope slopadope slopadope well, that seems like the plan. Of course, you know, you, you've got some friends that you have to meet up with. And, of course, there's someone still following you. But I'm sure that's fine. It's not like she would have any kind of passion or in reason physically on her body that would convince her to keep going. Hey, well, we might have a slight advantage if we told our new, you know, dwarf trading buddies that I thought were goblins that if they happen to see any murderous drow guard women men they could just point them in the other direction here's hoping <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well we appreciate everyone listening and you guys know what's next some of the sound effects used in this episode were made by Jake's, our showrunner. The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used on a Creative Commons licensing. So I'm this podcast to, uh, is unofficial for my content of the D&D 5e module. We are not sponsored by... <laughs> I like how you did that. Are we going to have to worry about Law and Order suing us at any moment? <laughs> well, okay, okay. I don't think we will, but I can... Here, what's... How about this? What's the fastest you could read that? Uh, you want me if, if I... I'm going to try to. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It's count of three, count of three. <laughs> One, two, three. Some of the sound effects used in this episode were made by Jake's all show owner. The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used on the Creative Commons licensing. All right, all right. I guess it's my turn. All right, count me in, count me in. Okay, okay, okay. Three, two, one. 
This podcast is unofficial fan content and the D&D 5e module out of the abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by which is the coach. Any more playing we do as characters, depictions, the location, or other content in this module is fan content of this podcast of the source material. So please support the official release. So please support, support the official content. Ah, I was so close. I kind of messed up near the end. That's <laughs> fine because it's usually, that's not something you do. You don't say it twice <laughs> like I do. Like a weird old man that says dot <laughs> So, okay, just in case, just in case I, I messed up a little bit. We're not supported. Okay, we're not supported more. by Witches of the Coast or endorsed by Witches of the Coast. Although we're looking for endorsement for the Witches of the Mountains, hook you know, hook us up. Yeah, if, you, if you, anybody listening to this wants to support us, just hit us up on like Instagram or something. You know, we don't have a website yet, but that will come eventually. All right, all right. I just want to learn witchcraft. That that's all I care about. Mm, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Now we got to thank our fun and awesome D and D friends. You know, if we go for the speed run, I cannot. I cannot already stumble on a name I stumble. I would just fall off a cliff at that point. <laughs> Come on, give it a try. Give it a try. Okay. <laughs> Whew. All right, here we go. All right, all right. Three, two, one. Special thanks to David. Ah, no, I failed. Game <laughs> over. Snake was spotted. <laughs> I can't do it with speedrun. I will do this normally. Oh, man. We should have we done this the last episode when we talked about speedrunning. <laughs> Oh well, whatever. I okay. How about I just go for it then? Special. Th- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Special thanks to David. Mm. <laughs> Always the first one. That's incredible. Special thanks to David George as Ugesh the fighter. Jack Phillips as Krav the Warforge. Arun Baraj. Ah, see, I, you wanted me to speed run that. <laughs> as Uvara the half elf. Maya see- Ross playing as It the Grunge. And Jakes Hernandez as Inoki the Mikanid. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. See, you could have definitely done something like that one movie, Ash or the Army of Darkness, where he's like, Klepto Norana. <laughs> Just mutter the last part under your breath. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this again then. Hold on. Special thanks to Der as Ugesh the Fighter, Jack as Krav the Warforge. Arun, as Zuvar the half-elf, Maya, playing as It the Grunge, and Jake Hernandez as Anoki the Mykonid. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode. I really thought you were about to be like, and Jake, as Anoki the Mykonid, and of course, myself, Elijah Jackson, the only name that I know how to pronounce. (laughs) Okay, so... I didn't have an outgoing message for this episode in mind, but I think I have one now. And it's remember and learn how to say your friends' names. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Elijah. Okay. Well, in that case, guys, we will see you for the next episode. Peace and love. Yep. Have a good one. Be safe out there. Remember and learn how to say your friends' names. <laughs>